Hi, I'm Meredith. I'm Kristen. We'd like to welcome you to the writer's story. And it is February. It's February still. I feel like I'm trying to skip ahead to March. Can you tell me to just well, enjoy February? Yeah, February's but... short enough that I think you can almost do that, but <laughs> not quite, Meredith. We are in February, and February's been everything. It's been it's been cold, it's been hot, it's been dry, it's been wet. But best of all, we have had the opportunity to um, convince the new head of the Virginia Festival of the Book to join us in conversation today. That's yes. amazing. Yes. That's um, And you. she's very brand new and um, she's coming back to Charlottesville. She did live here before, but she's she's just been hired this past year and she is also a writer. Yeah. So I was thinking about experiences as a writer of attending and or participating in book festivals. Um, it's been kind of a mixed thing for me. And it gave me an opportunity to reflect on that a little bit. Yeah. Now, yeah. you've been participating in the Festival of the Book for a long time. But before we get to that, have you done, have you participated in other book festivals? Yes, I have. Have. I did a bunch of traveling when I had my first book come out. Um, I went to the T Decatur Book Festival. Ah, me too. Just um, thinking about that. And I went to what's the one in Nashville? It's called. I don't know. I don't. I'm know. having a little. Oh, so I. No, I'm thinking of one in Texas actually, but yeah. I went to the one in Nashville, um, and I've had, they're all very different. Yes. They're all very different. And I think that a lot of writers go to them with the idea that they're going to meet a lot of readers and sell a lot of books. Mm. Um, and hopefully that's true. Hopefully that's true. I certainly did, um, felt like they, they were well attended and I had lots of a good audience and I did sell books. But I think the more valuable thing for me and the reason that I um, went to the festivals, I also went to fall for the book, but um, was that you met other writers on the circuit mm. who were also had books out. Mm -hmm. And some, and every festival is very different. I went to, I have got, gone to lots of mystery festivals. And so there's lots of uh, mystery writers uh, but the people at the top of the heap, the, the, the best-selling people, you know, your Mary Higgins Clark, your Lee Child, whatever, they're kind of separated from the rest of the pack. And so you don't actually usually meet them. I mean, you might mm. occasionally, but you don't usually meet them. But I found um, when I was in um, at Decatur, Lee Child was sort of the, the keynote for the mystery part. And I ended up hanging out with him. Um, mm -hmm. because there weren't that many mystery writers. And so you kind of were now in this, your tribe of mystery writers. And it didn't matter that you were, had one small book and he had 20 big books. You know, a lot of writers are very, very generous with their time. And it's a, and it's a chance to sort of meet people and discuss uh, and then share. And I think that's the whole importance of a writing community that we talked about um, last month. Mm -hmm. writers when they're you know can be very very generous and they can say oh have you been to the Virginia Festival of the book it's amazing I had a great experience you should definitely try it and here's who you talk to and um 
and here's what you, here's what you would get out of it and that kind of stuff. So you you meet people and are able to share and then and learn about new books and learn about, you know, new authors and all that kind of stuff as well. So yeah, that. I approached it I think a little bit more the first time, the first festival that I attended, I uh, was as a writer as um, an invitee to participate. And I approached it thinking of it more like a conference. I came to appreciate that those are very different things. Writing conferences are different than writing festivals. They share in common what you just put your finger on though. And that's a really valuable thing is the way that they allow for the possibility of being in conversation with other writers and being um, in community with them. But one of the things that I especially appreciated about um, writing festivals is that there are a lot of readers who attend and they make no illusions. They're not, they are like, no, I would never write a book, but I love to read. And having a chance to kind of get a feel for what people are especially excited about reading these days, um, whether it's, again, kind of a trendy thing or just talking with people who are are excited about reading it gives me energy as a writer. Like, yeah. oh, wow, there really are real live flesh and blood people on the other end of this. Yep. project I'm doing. Yeah, and they find yeah. it incredibly valuable to go to a festival and have a chance to meet a writer and you know yeah. hear them speak and then buy their book and get it signed and it's you have a, a connection with someone. I mean, so many readers I you know that I know who you'd love to read, their contact with a book or an author is through the internet or or at a they're buying the, they see the book at the bookstore and they buy it or they go to a library and they check it out but to actually say like oh i heard you speak about your book and now i'm choosing to buy your book and now i get to meet you and wait in line and say hey here's my name and could you sign it for me um people really love that connection and and you know you're building you know your fan base you're building readers who will hopefully look for your next book and and then I found also um, a lot of groups will come to festivals. Um, I met, I've met a lot of librarians who are writers' oh, best yeah. friends, you know, that they make purchasing decisions or they, you know, and they also do events. And right. so I got invited by um, a book group to go to Northern Neck um, and they put me up. I mean, they were just very lovely. And so yeah. there's a lot of people, for instance, in Virginia, they come from all over the state to our festival because they know it's great quality and that they'll be able to meet a whole lot of writers at once yeah as yep. opposed to going to one event one book signing you can really meet a ton of of writers and and, and that's just really fun and it's great energy there used to always be a party uh at, at the end and it was all the writers in a room and you yes. could just chat with people and it, I, I would always meet the most interesting people. I hadn't seen their panel because I hadn't had time. I was just running from yep, crime wave panel to crime wave panel and panel. I missed their stuff. And, and so it, that was just really delightful. And to see people meet each other, becoming friends, connecting. Um, yeah. And yeah. That was always really fun. So uh, I'm excited to have Kalayla on. Yeah. And Kalayla Williams... Um, comes to us most recently from Philadelphia. She is known on she is known as the Black History Maven, um, um, and her fiction explores the landscape of African American history. Um, her YA novel, which will be her first book, will come out in twenty twenty four, and is called The Tangle Root Papers. And I'm really looking forward to hearing more about the book and also 
what her plans are for this year and the future of the festival of the book. It's a festival that we all care very deeply about here. And I'm excited to hear where she's planning to go with it. Me too. Should we call her up? Let's do it. Hi, Kalela. Hello. We're so glad you could join us. Thank you. Thank you. We know this is such a busy time for you. So it's like, it's, super exciting to have you here and we're not going to take you too much of your time because we know there's so much to so much that goes in to the festival of the book that <laughs> I, I can't even imagine I, yeah I can't even imagine I can't so imagine. what are we like three weeks out from it is that about right ah uh, you know it is about right because we are having our festival preview events starting March 16th through oh. March 21st so um so that's that's about where we are that's exciting and that's a new thing for you um Mm -hmm. and so you started what when did you start august i started october october first oh my gosh (laughs) really october 3rd i was i was onboarded october 1st and i started october third so it's been less than six months wow wow and what were some of the first things that you felt you needed to do what did you jump right into oh my gosh um there was so much to jump into it once um i knew before i came in in fact i think i said during my interview that that the festival is basically tomorrow <laughs> just having planned a lot of public programs. I knew that these things take so long and they take so much work. And, um, and so there were, there were just so many things. It was, it was, you know, I, I say a lot, everything everywhere all at once to borrow that title. Um, it, there was just, I mean, just everything coming at you, everything from securing authors um, to going through submissions, author submissions, um, getting our headliners in place. Um, you know, these things just, I mean, there's just so many things. Um, working with our amazing assistant director, Erin Donovan, who had a festival year or who has a festival year under her belt. Um, just getting to know my colleagues, getting to know where the bathroom was, um, just <laughs> so many things, so many things. Um, but I will say my second week on the job, I went to Northern Virginia for fall for the book. Um, for that book festival, because it had been a minute since I'd been to a book festival with the eyes of, I mean, obviously I'd never been to a book festival thinking I'm going to do this one day. So it was really great to do that, even though I had barely, I barely put things on my desk and gotten that together when it was, okay, I'm getting on a train and I'm going to Northern Virginia. Yeah, that's a great festival. Have you ever done that one, Kristen? No, I haven't. Yeah, I did. I did a panel there. I, I don't know, maybe when my second book came out and um, had a great experience. It's very spread out in my recollection, although I maybe some people come to the Virginia Festival of the Book and have a similar um, experience and say, well, I just went to a poetry uh, event and I and I don't know I didn't even know that there was other things going on you know you can have a very um, you know one of the interesting things about our festival is often offer so many things that people could just sort of go to just what they're very very most passionate about and they don't actually see a lot of the other things they're in different which venues. do require moving around geographically but within the greater Charlottesville area, but Kalela, you're doing something a little different where you're, so what was it that, um, or, or how did you think about bringing the festival beyond the Charlottesville area? 
Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I So just a little bit of background. Um, I moved here from Philly. Um, I lived in Philadelphia for 10 years. But before that, I had lived in Stanton from 2009 to 2012. And before that, pretty much since after right after I graduated from college um, from Mary Wash um, in uh, Mary Washington College, as I still call it, um, in Fredericksburg, um, I lived in Charlottesville for a long time. And I worked for a few different entities that required me to travel around. Um, one, at one point I worked for the March of Dimes and um, I did a lot of driving around the central Virginia area. And I got to know how different this, the, even this swath of, of heartland of the Commonwealth is, um, how one county and one city and one town can be very different. Um, and I also got to know a lot of the state when I worked for the University of Virginia Outreach Admission Department. I would drive around the state. I would meet kids and meet parents and meet teachers all over the state. And again, we have an incredible state, but it's it's just different. There's you know one one part of Virginia can feel very different from another part. And I thought before I even came in, I thought, wouldn't it be good to have a festival that could represent more of Virginia. Now, I know that most state festivals and every state pretty much has a festival and most of them are in one place. But to me, it just seemed like Virginia deserved a, a bigger festival. And so we're starting off with Central Virginia. That's that's uh, I mean, obviously, I had very little time to plan and, you know, and that's realistic and that's um, that's what we can do. But we're the goal is to one day spread out to multiple parts of the state and to really mm -hmm. have um a festival that represents our state of a true virginia festival of the book and, and one of the things i always thought was really interesting about the festival is that you not only feature virginia writers and virginia stories but there's also this feeling of we're bringing amazing writers to virginia as part of the goal and so i think there's like that's that might be a little bit of a struggle sometimes possibly in terms of saying well we want representation and we want to showcase virginia writers but at the same time we'd love for virginia readers to have this wonderful opportunity to meet these great writers national and international, national and, international. Yeah. and and there's yeah. always been you know great headliners and really exciting panels so when you went into it this year, were you were you still thinking of those two two goals, or did you guys think more along a different line? Yeah, I did think about it along those lines, um, and I felt like you want the voices of you want voices of Virginia, but at the same time, the idea of you know what's beautiful about a book is 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 that it broadens you right and so at the same time the virginia festival of the book is bringing in other authors to broaden virginians and well other people who are also coming in from other states um and so and 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 who can experience virginia you know who can hopefully you know they go to some book festival events and they see charlottesville or they see stanton or they see nelson county and they think oh gosh you know i want to want to come back here um i want to i want to get to know this place and so really it's 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 bringing in and it's also spreading out so it it it, it feels on its face like it's a push and pull and like it's something that's that's antagonistic but it's not yeah. it's actually quite it actually melds together quite well yeah oh that's great and um, 
And I know it's probably like, can you pick your um, your favorite child or your favorite dog or something like that if you had multiple? But um, do you have a couple of, of events at the Festival of the Book that you're just like super duper excited and you're like, Aaron, forget it. I'm the one that's <laughs> going to do this one. <laughs> Um, you know, there are a couple of, there are a couple of events, um, that I'm just, that I'm, that I'm very excited about. And it is like picking your favorite child, um, because I'm excited about all the events. They're all just, I mean, I think they're going to just be so great. And I wish I could be everywhere at once, uh, myself, but, um, so I think, I think I'm really excited about our horror panel, our horror writers panel, um, because, when we had the idea of bringing in some horror authors, um, it made sense to me not to do this at the Omni or not to do this at you know your usual event venue. I thought, well, no, we got to bring this outside in the dark. Um, and so we found um, I, I uh, got in contact with Camp Holiday Trails, and um, Tina Laroche, the owner, was just thrilled to have this panel take place at, at this campsite. Um, so so here we are, we're gonna be at this campsite, um, which incidentally had a horror movie film there in the 80s. So it's just perfect. Um, and and I think it's great. It's this place of joy for, for kids, you know, on a summer's day, but, you know, in the evening of March 25th, who knows what's gonna happen. So isn't the camp experience partly to tell ghost stories? Oh yeah, I'm expecting the night, flashlight right? under the chin. Right. You know? right, right. <laughs> and I mean, my goodness, Edgar Allan Poe, right? We've yeah. got yeah. this this amazing tradition and horror is a is a really intriguing genre for yeah. getting after all sorts of stuff. What makes us tick as humans, what makes us fall off Zombies the rails are hot <laughs> <laughs> although i've had people tell me explain to me that the that the mushroom thing the fungi thing is not they're not really zombies or something <laughs> i was like okay, okay I, I don't know i don't know <laughs> but uh, um what's what's another one that's a really different approach or just one you're super excited about um you know what i'm really excited about is um so our best sellers panel this is our um, this is our event you know each year we hosted an event at the paramount and it'll be really unusual this year because we'll have um a debut author vishnavi patel and we'll have honore fanon jeffers who um whose work i'm just um her book um her poetry book that was inspired by the life of Phyllis Wheatley. I've I've taught so many workshops with that book. And so it'll be really great to talk to her. I'm moderating that panel. Oh, and then Derek yeah. Quick awesome. is our third author. Yeah, he's our third author. And he um he and I went to grad school together. Um we've been friends. We we are we are friends. He has um he has given me so much gui much guidance in my writing projects. And so um friend slash somewhat mentor but kind of on the same level, but not on the same level because he's back you quick. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it's going to be really interesting speaking to a friend, speaking to someone who I, I met once. I met Honoré once at um, when I was uh, with Furious Flower Poetry Center um, several years ago. So that'll be that'll be really fantastic. Um, and speaking of Furious Flower, another panel that I'm excited about because it will be sort of like meeting with old friends um, or friends I never got to know but who feel like old friends is um, we're doing a few Furious Flower Poetry Hour where we'll have the outgoing um, 
executive director of Furious Flower Poetry Center at JMU, along with the um, the incoming leadership of Furious Flower. And I was once uh, assistant director of Furious Flower. So um, so that's another exciting thing. You know, this this combination of you're you're sort of among friends in a way. So these are all just I mean, this is just a sampling of some of the things I'm excited about. Yeah. Well, I'm, of course, excited for my panel. I'm going to moderate a thriller panel, and um, and EA Imar is, is a friend, a good friend, and he's been on our podcast, and I'm super excited about his latest book. And I just think it's um, he's really involved in crime writers of color, and I really would love to talk a lot to them, the panelists, because I think they are all have really unique points of view about how they are sort of fitting in with thrillers and how thrillers are moving away from the white male story mm-hmm. to embrace a lot of other stories. And it's not like a super easy transition. Um, and it has, and I'm sure there's been bumpy roads for all of them, but it's like they're super talented writers and they're really writing unique stories. And so I'm just, um, I can't wait to dig into all the, all the books. I have a little stack of books now <laughs> to read and introduce yeah. them to Charlottesville. So I think it'll be really, really fun. And two of them are Virginia authors. Yeah, yeah. And Meredith, I am so excited about the the panel you put together. I mean, that that's just incredible. Um, you're, I mean, what a dream team, because it, it is, you know, you've got two writers of color, you've got a woman who's writing about women assassins of a certain age. I mean, just like, what is this? Um, I read about Gambino Iglesias and just his story is just oh. incredible. I mean, you know, like, and I feel like I know him because I follow him on Twitter. Um, yeah. And and so I'm just going to be really interested in meeting him in person because sometimes you meet someone on social media and then you meet them in person and they're either and they can be really shy and you're like, where's that guy that's like, yeah. I have an opinion. <laughs> and they're like, or sometimes they feel like exactly like they are and. And Ed is that way. He's just like so warm, and he um, he puts together he puts together noir at the bar events, and mm-hmm. he has like a mixologist that is a friend of his, and a performer, oh and someone goodness. sings yeah. between the story. Yeah. It's like he just is a he's the whole package. So he's like a really delight, and um, so I'm yeah I'm just so looking forward to that, and I think it's just really great to showcase. Um, yeah, the diversity that we have in, in crime fiction and not just sort of say like, oh, here's the usual suspects or or uh, anything. So, you know, and we're getting um, him from Texas, you know, from Texas. So that's yeah. that's exciting. We are getting um, some authors from someplace else. But yeah, so I we can't wait. It's one of my favorite um, holidays, basically, of the year. (laughs) (laughs) I like the holiday element of it. Yeah. So, Kalayla, what is it like for you as a writer also doing all the logistical kind of organizing around this? Do you do you find those things um, connect or do you really need to wear two very different hats and they're very different experiences for you or, or something in betwixt and between? Mm. I can't take off my writer's hat. It's unfortunately glued to my head. And I say <laughs> unfortunately because sometimes I'm just like, can you not be a writer for a minute, please? But I can't take that off. Um, and when I say glued, I mean like super glue, like eh, it's not coming <laughs> off. Um, but I will say that there's there is a 
there is both a charge and a frustration um, with being a writer and and building literary events, and especially something as intensive as putting on a festival in so short amount of such a short amount of time. So I, the, you know, the the frustration, and I'll get to that first. Is of course there's just so much to do. I mean, I am working nonstop. It and it's just that way. I mean, it is just that way. Um, I knew this coming in that this would be all of my life. Um, but the charge. So yeah, so back to the frustration, of course, it's like, oh, I want to write, and I have no time. Um, but the charge is that I'm thinking about literary events all the time, I'm thinking about books, I'm I'm reading in preparation for my own um, panel, I'm, I'm looking at others' books, I'm getting to know folks' books, I'm, I'm listening and reading about writers' stories, and, and, and just, I mean, I'm just in this right like i'm i'm steeping in this tea and it feels really good and i find myself um i live in stanton and so you know i drive over the mountain and i and i have time to think and and i'm just you know my mind is just it's just on these these stories you know on this this um and and i'm also inspired about what i'm going to write after after the festival you know I, I know that i'll have time to dive back in and thinking about um you know, the horror fiction is really sort of getting to me a little bit. I was working with a novel that's a little creepy and I think it, I don't know, it might be, it might be a lot scarier than I Ooh. had planned. <laughs> Ooh, exciting. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's an interesting call. Well, I mean, I feel like probably with the festival is basically as soon as you take down the last sign for the last panel, it's time to build the next one and you're and I mean now you'll have that more of the 12 month lead mm. which is I you know working with previous festival directors I know that they went to other festivals to connect with writers to convince them to apply and then had their eyes on people mm-hmm. and I one of the things I really loved in in the past was I felt like we got the next stars you know, often we got them on their first book and then got to see them, their mm-hmm. careers continue to build. And that's super exciting. And then maybe get them back on another book. But, you know, um, to not just get people who are mid-career or late career that everyone's already heard of, but someone exciting and yeah, fresh that's coming right. on the scene with a new voice, you know, and a new perspective. So it's, it's a really exciting. I'm sure it's going to be really exciting. And this one will be exciting. But maybe the next one, you seem to be talking about building it bigger again. <laughs> yeah, the next festival is going to be really interesting because, you know, we did pare this festival down. We had to. Um, planning a festival in six months after, um, you know, a vacancy of festival leadership, it was just a necessity. And next year is our 30th anniversary. So we got to be, um, Go big. you know, turning 30, <laughs> better be flirty. So we're we're going to be uh, we're going to be doing some fun stuff next year. Um and I, you know, it'll be interesting also because I'm expecting my book out and <laughs> it'll be, you know, I, I will be possibly attending festivals um, in 2024 as a writer. Um, and so that would be really interesting to sort of, you know, have this, um, have this thing where I'm, I'm, uh, 
I'm doing the I'm doing the thing and I don't even know I don't know what being I, I don't know what this is like I don't know what to expect I know that um, you know I'm at the phase where um, I haven't you know I'm, I'm I'm sort of in the very beginning phase of the publication and there's been some communication and contracts and this and that um, and I'm just sort of okay I don't know what to expect next so oh um, so exciting and yeah we want yes. to ask to you and about the way it'll go all the way along yes and we want to talk to you about your book the Tangle Root yeah. Papers it's a YA novel yeah and it seems to mix a lot of your passion for history and just I mean it just sounds super exciting tell us a little bit about it yeah thank you I um I actually when I lived in Virginia before that's when I started on this novel this novel's a long I mean as a lot of novels are this one this one was a long time coming um I started writing it after finding a cemetery um where uh, there were two cemeteries, actually. There was a cemetery of enslaved folks um, that um, that I, I visited when I was when I was very young. Um, I was like 13 or something, not very, very young, young enough to know what was going on, but um, but when I was 13 or something, and I could not get that out of my head. And then um, when I lived in Virginia and I would, and I would be driving around to these different counties, um, you know how it is, you see on these back roads, you'll just see like a cemetery just right there. It'll be some old family plot from, you know, some house that's long gone. And you're just like, oh, cool. Um, and you're sort of reading this story of, of people who live there. Um, and that's what inspired me to write this, this and these, these, these houses that are here in Virginia that that are hundreds of years old and that um that were once plantations large farms places where people were enslaved people like me were enslaved and and these stories um were there and so i wanted to write about a young woman who is on the cusp of going to college who lives in boston and and all of a sudden is just kind of jerked out of her life to come to central virginia with her mom and her mom is is uh, an african american studies expert and researcher and writer and 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 just accomplished extremely accomplished and this this girl is kind of as a way of rebellion against her mom is is you know what you'd call a slacker you know just i'm not going to be engaged in this um and she's living in this house that her enslaved ancestor built um and so she is coming to terms with not just her enslaved ancestors but also with um also with also with the the white enslavers who live there. Um, And she finds the grave of a girl who was her age, a white girl who was her age, who was an enslaver. And she feels this connection with this person because she feels like you weren't, you must have been alienated from your parents too, because this girl who's 18 years old was, was buried with a baby. And so she thinks there's a story here and I wanna find out what it is. Wow. Oh, I want wow. to read this. Will yeah. you tell us we have to wait for 2024, Kristen. This is, this is. I know. Will you tell us <laughs> title, Kalela? It's uh, the Tangle Root Papers. The Tangle Root Papers. Ah, yeah. Wait. So exciting. This is so exciting. Well, um, we're just super excited for the festival. We're excited to have you back in Charlottesville and directing it. And, um, you know, and it's just, I think there's, it's going to be so much fun. Um, there's a, a group we're involved with, uh, writers, and I think we, uh, we're trying to pick an event, and I think we might be coming to Ross Gay. 
Um, oh my gosh, yes. Who, oh, okay. <laughs> I know another of your favorites, yes, right? Everyone's a favorite. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. Does every writer have a little bit of a crush on on oh <laughs> Roska. I don't I know. Call them literary crushes. Really? I used to when I when I taught um poetry and fiction, I would say, you know, it's healthy to develop a literary crush. <laughs> <laughs> Only one? Only one. No, <laughs> yeah, multiple. <laughs> yeah, multiple. I think is really good. Yeah. But I, I've I heard him on zoom at an earlier festival um event and was so sad it wasn't in person because mm. you know it just i'm so excited that we can do things in person for this kalela yeah Ew. oh my god it's really great and i know it's just a beast to organize but kudos to you for doing it and we are excited to be coming to it and so happy that you're at the helm Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Thank really... you for joining us. Thank yeah. you so much. And um, yes, and people should attend the festival book. Come fly to Virginia if you're not in Virginia. <laughs> drive. Yes, drive. Take the train. Take, Take the, the train. train. Hitchhike. <laughs> Whatever you have to do to try it out. And if you can't come this year, definitely come next year. It's really yeah. such a fun event. Um, there's usually just thousands of people. All our book lovers and authors just gathering yep. and yep. and usually the, usually and everything is shoulders. blooming. Yep. It's beautiful here. <laughs> it could be warm. It could be cold. You never know. You never know. Yeah, <laughs> never. that's that's kind of a scary a scary thing. But uh, but it's going to be great, and I am so excited. Well, awesome. Thank you. Thanks for talking with us today, and. We will see you at the Festival of the Book. Yay! <laughs> well, that was a lot of fun to chat with Kalela. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And so interesting to hear both how it's been for her to get this festival off the ground starting late, so to speak. I mean, hired in October to do this work but also um, how she is thinking about the festival as a writer and how she's thinking about it going forward. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, this is just something that we all value so much as a community that brings yes. in so many visitors to our city. And, you know, it brings this great energy. Like the, the whole mall is just filled with people walking around, looking at bookstores and talking about books and literature and um and it'll be smaller which is definitely sad and i know she's getting a lot of feedback about <laughs> about that because smaller means fewer writers coming and fewer panels and fewer opportunities for people to discover new voices but you know i you know it's not like they're intending to be small forever and you know thinking ahead to the 30th it's like woohoo that's a really exciting yeah. It's really fun to think of what kind of bash they're gonna do and what kind of um, things they're gonna they're gonna um, have because I think you know it's in good hands it's in good creative hands. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just very exciting, and I can't wait for a few weeks hence. We'll be sitting in those panels, and you'll be. <laughs> I'll be paneling. We'll be I'll be moderating away. exactly, and I always think it's you know. It's a lot of fun to moderate. It's also a ton of work. I'm often, and I'm so exhausted at the end. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a little easier to be a panelist than to moderate. Yeah, I feel Mm -hmm. so responsible. 
you know, just that everything yeah. will go well and, you know, that people will ask good questions, all the things you can't control at all. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, you always do a wonderful job, man. Oh, well, so thank it'll you. Great. It'll, it's going to yeah. be fun. And I just couldn't be more excited about, you know, the folks on the panel. So, you know, that's a, that's the joy of getting to, to work with her early on it and to um, help shape it. Um, so, yes. So, yeah, and can't wait to introduce them to uh, mystery and thriller fans who are looking for the next great read. Yeah. All right, well... This has been terrific, and March will be here before we know it, and so we'll be back. Yeah, yep. Well, good to see you, Meredith, always, and until next time. Bye-bye. Bye.